What's happening, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Brothers Geek Out podcast. Two brothers giving our thoughts on the pop culture world and just the world in general. Uh, guys, before we start, as usual, please check the description. If you want to get straight to the Geek, geek Out news, check the description. It will be the first thing there. It would say um, Geek Out news starts here, and then you can just click on that. It will take you straight to the Geek Out news, so you don't have to hear what me and Kibs have been up to, our thoughts on real world issues, all that sort of stuff. If you want to skip all of that, go to the description, get straight to the Geek Out news. On that note, as I said, two brothers across the world geeking out, giving thoughts, staying connected via this podcast. I'm joined by Kibs, and we've got a little special guest in the background, little Neo, <laughs> having little noises here and there. How's things at home, bro? How you doing, Kibs? Yeah, there you go. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. We're good, isn't it? Yeah. Me and me and Nia Thursday, Fridays by ourselves. I look after her while I work, while uh, Shanaz has gone back to work. Uh, it's fun, man. She's giving me jokes. She's been jokes all day. Uh, it's been all right. It's been good. I've been run down. The rest of the family have been ill. And I was like, oh, man, I've soldiered through. Nothing happened. Pow, last night. Struck down, bro. But then I've been sleeping really bad, and I've been trying to work on my sleep, man. My sleep has got even worse now. I probably round off like two hours uh, a day now because I'm fully exhausted. Uh, no, you can't do that, Daddy. Uh, fully exhausted, uh, and I think the body just caught up. You know, Nia, Lara, ill as well, and just caught up with me. Uh, I suppose training since Christmas has kind of boosted my system. No, Daddy. Sorry, sorry, guys. Sorry, my apologies. I've got my foot up here next to her. She almost tried to bite my toe. Move, move, let go, let go. Bite his toe as well. <laughs> Not the black toe. That's the black toe, man. Don't do that. Uh, but yeah, all good, man. It's been busy. I'm, I'm trying. To, we're working smarter, which is helping. And it, it's allowed me to continue my training. Uh, having Ati on board has been a massive help, bro. Massive help. Because I didn't think about it. Last year, bro, I think I did a screening every week of last year yeah that's long or every two you know Hard two work. days or three days a week like you know when it's the warner brothers ones it's two two to three days in that week going back out up and down up and down uh yeah so like having Ati on board has been amazing her reviews have been getting shared so shout out to Atia uh for for going to those screenings uh I did a screening yesterday. I think that was my second screening of the year. Uh, but we'll continue, man. We've got loads of opportunities coming up. Yesterday was the premiere of Gassed Up, which I think got to see the press screening for. I saw it yesterday, met some of the cast. I met uh, number one from Umbrella Academy. In real life, he's tall, bro. He's not that tonks. I suppose he lost weight, but I know he had a bodysuit on because hairy games underneath. Uh, nice guy, man. That was actually a nice kind of nice conversation. You know what? Yesterday was a bit of a highlight for me, bro. Like, you know what, usually I want to take loads of photos, get get stuff for us, but it's it's nice to be kind of recognized when 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 a producer of a movie or a director of a movie says, you know, thanks for the support in the movie, thanks for the review, uh, the positive review and stuff like that. It's it's nice. And I, I don't, you know, we're, we're fanboys and we always usually just, everybody will see us as the, they're the guys that love everything. And it's true. But as we said, we've always said, we don't really, uh poo on people's works you know we we see it as constructive feedback and that review that Ati gave was a construct constructive feedback you know it was it's a movie that will resonate with the the youth of now 
growing up in in the UK and London especially. Uh, but yeah, no, it was nice, man. I met Jamie. His real name is not Jamie from Top Boy. He was there. Uh, nice guy as well. Uh, but you know, before I'd be able to, I think because I was unwell and I just wanted to get home. I was like, I'm not going to spread no cold hair, shaking people's hands, trying to get photos. Let me just get home. Because I think on the train journey there, I was like, man, I can feel that tingle. That was it, bro. My mind was shut off. I, I was sitting there trying not to hold my snot in and the rest of it. Not a buzz. I was losing. I, left, I, I forgot my wallet, bro. Luckily, my things are on my phone. Oh, damn, I got halfway on the train. I was panicking, bro. You know when you do the the wallet check dance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Turning the inside. <laughs> I was on the train. I was like, what the F, man? What the F? What the F? Like, proper, like, checking. Get back. I dropped a message and said, you know, did I leave my wallet? That was confirmed. I left my wallet. Lucky I had my phone, which does most of it. But it's insane, insane. Uh but other than that, good, bro. Training's going well as well. I've had to, I was supposed to go today, but I did something silly in the gym yesterday and I think I pushed myself too hard and I think that's why I fell out. Like that that extra two reps I did and I was like, oh, shit, that made me feel ill, man. Mm. Push push my body to, to like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going up weights. I'm doing more high reps when I'm doing weights, but it's mostly you know, planks and lunges and all body core workout stuff that I'm trying to do. So help, help, help uh, my my strength a bit because my core strength is basic. So, you know, I did I did bench yesterday and I just kept on going up a rep, like, you know, and then I realized that last one, I was like, you know, when you start shivering, <laughs> to get that last <laughs> one up, <laughs> shivering. And I've got no spot in it. And I'm not doing heavyweights, but I think it was... The bar's 20, uh, 30, 30 kg, bro. But I was doing like four sets of 12. And then on the last set, I was like, you know what? Let me try and push to 15, bro. The shape. Shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. We're going to talk about that in retro movie. It's like that. <laughs> but, uh, oh, you cutie. All good, bro. We're getting by, man. We're getting by. We're doing the best we can. I had a tough week at work as well, which was very, very, very hard very hard and I'm not a person who likes to I'm not a confrontational person and if I am I was probably worse when I was younger because I played the victim but now I'm the type of guy who just you know it's like effort man my fault like you know I had an argument with somebody I'm trying to resolve something it was a campaign that was supposed to go out didn't go out in time which meant I had to work late like three o'clock in the morning late to have that campaign ready for the morning or we lose like a certain amount of money and the rest of it but anyway got it turned around got it done uh then you know it's like my part as a as a manager is is delegating stuff and the hard part is some people just don't because they just get away with it because of a certain thing favoritism and all the rest of it bro but Suppose he doesn't like taking orders. It's not even orders. I'm not giving you orders, bro. It's your job. Do your job. From uh, a younger guy, I suppose. Uh, which is quite difficult. It's, it's, you, you have to earn your respect, right? And I think that's where I found it difficult. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to chat to you, man. I'm going to go straight to HR, man. I'm going to be a snitch, bro. I'm going to snitch your ass. 
Yeah, because I've got emails proving back and forth about who's supposed to do what and how it was supposed to be delegated. We have three months to execute this campaign. Are you telling me that the day before you ain't done Nathan? I've had to push out probably some of the worst work I've ever done because we got paid for a campaign. Anyway, I won't linger on that. It's got done. It's got resolved. I had to be a snitch, bro, man. I hate being a snitch, man. It's like, and I keep telling my manager after as well, like, I can't work with people like that if they're not going to respect me for what I do. There's a reason why I do work by myself sometimes is because I can't trust nobody else, bro. I remember, man, I'm a, I'm expendable. So I do the best I can between the hours of nine to five. Once you creep into after five, that's my family time, man. That's, that's my me time. That's my TV time. That's whatever I do as a hobby time. So it went over there. Other than that, bro, get through, man. I'm going to have, probably have a nice restful weekend. But I need to start structuring things a bit better, bro. I feel like I, last year took its toll on me and it's like creeping up to me now. Things kind of like, you know, there's things I've just left. I said, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. But you know, you know, it's hard, man. You know what? Yeah. Why are you having a conversation with me right now? Can you hear it in the background? Just yeah. saying anything. I can hear her. I can hear her talking away. <laughs> Silly Billy, give me a kiss. Mm, you little cutie. Where's your dog? But yeah, all good, bro. Let's kick. You know what? You've done a poo. Uh, you're going to have to change your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But all good, bro. How about you, man? How's things on yeah. yourself? No, I've been good. I've been good. Mad, mad busy. I'm busy, super busy. After this podcast, I got a work call. I didn't prepare much for it, but so I'm a little bit like, ah, shit, I should have prepared better, but just been so busy at work myself, super busy, um, just trying to get through the work. So today's been a super busy one. Tomorrow, uh, luckily CNY, so Asia should be quiet, Uh, Chinese New Year, Kong Hei Fatshui to everyone. And then um, in in Europe, I might get a couple of emails here and there in the afternoon, but I need to spend the day to think. So Friday routine is like, I, I do my workout in the morning. I do a little bit of work at home. Then we go to a coffee shop near the mosque, work from there. I go to the mosque, come back, and we just kind of bang out some work. I see Mabs every Friday. It's in his area. Um, and then, you know, I could just kind of focus and sit my head down and do some work. So that's what's going to be like for tomorrow. But yeah, this week also very busy, busy week with work. Uh, also with training. I mean, I, I've, you know, I've done my training, but I need to listen to my body more. I keep saying that, but it's always like this grit that I want to push through. I mean, I bust my, I don't know if you can see my fat finger, man. I oh, shit, man. What are you doing? On a, on a, I just, in wrestling, with, during the warm up, you do uh, rolling backwards. I've done this technique for 20 years, man. Yesterday, I mm. rolled backwards. You're supposed to roll backwards and kind of like roll back and push off with your hands. And I just bust my finger. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I bust it, man. It's just been hurting all night. This week's Ouch. been a hard week of training. Monday we had jujitsu and there's hard sparring and my back was hurting if it was hurting. And then Tuesday, normally it's drilling MMA, but we had the sparring MMA. So then a lot of striking. And then I came home and my leg was hurting and for a bit. So that night I didn't sleep either. So two nights I didn't sleep because of body pains or whatnot. And then Wednesday I was like super tired and I was like, nah, I gotta just finish strong, gotta finish strong. Cause I missed wrestling last week because of what happened last week. Uh, so I was like, let's go. But I was so tired and then after that, you know, when I bust my finger and I feel it was because I was tired and I probably wasn't, I don't know, couldn't do it properly or whatever it was. 
Um, and then just just other things. I hurt my knee as well. And I was just like, oh, so I should have maybe just taken a day off, but it's tough. Anyway, done the training, got through it. The feeling of success, though, even though training hurt, I was tired. After finishing it, th that feeling felt great. So I felt great. Didn't have a good night's sleep yesterday either, again. So it's three nights of bad sleep again uh, due to injuries and whatnot, thoughts and running through my head. But no, you know, today's been cool. I had my therapy session today, kind of spoke about that, like real therapy session, uh, not the geek out one, mm. uh, which is still a therapy session in itself. But yeah, no, um, had that. So just kind of talking through some of these things about the perfection and imperfection and how perfection could be harmful on yourself when you're trying to constantly push for perfection. Uh, and it could be harmful, actually, in some sort of aspects, depending on how much and where you keep at, uh, cheap trying to strive for perfection um anyway having those conversations uh but i'm tired i'm really tired man i'm really tired i can't wait for this weekend it's gonna be a chilled one as well um i just want to rest my injuries and um yeah i was gonna say something what else happened to me this week man something happened um now nah, i think that's it i can't remember man but yeah other than that yeah everything else has been going good man i can't wait for the Saturday so I could just sit and chill play Tekken I've been enjoying that uh, we'll talk about that during the video game section um but yeah uh do, 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 what else what else what else yeah man that's it that's it that's been you know the weekend in, in a nutshell to be honest with you um yeah let's get into it let's get into the podcast I think there's a lot to talk let's about do it, bro. let's do it let's do it let's and, do it man. um yeah, I got this call after that. I need to prepare for anyway. But yes, listen, starting off as guys, as always, guys, check the description if you want to skip this part. Uh, us brothers talking about real world issues and whatnot. Uh, again, we'll always start off with Free Palestine. Uh, mm -hmm. Still issues, yeah, still it's horrible what's going on there. Nearly 30,000 people almost now uh, dead, over 60,000 in the rubble, uh, over 13,000 children dead, murdered, um it's horrible man i i think i again i'm listening to mark lamont hill every every day he he does an update every day check out his youtube channel um you know he was talking about i think hamas put together a free stage uh ceasefire program or whatnot and that the the, the terrorists um netanyahu that yahoo rejected it their government rejected it and they're just looking to just kill and just kill kill people that's it there's no there's no strategic anything they keep saying they're after hamas it's, it's, no they're just killing innocents um as as always um i found a little um you know last week i spoke a little bit about some of the work through my company i'm not going to go through that and whatnot but i found a little thing through my company where uh they they match charity. So whatever charity I give, they match it as a business. And, you know, wherever my company falls, where my leadership falls, I was like, you know what? Why don't I donate through here? And the company has to, to match the charity. So I've been, I donated through Anua, the, the charity, that yeah. the, the, the one that they were claimed that they claimed with no evidence. There's no evidence. No yet, evidence. They I know, there was I know. People involved. And then the US and all these countries stopped funding without no evidence. Um but I I I done some charity through them and some other and then the organization the medical aid one but through my company which they have to match which is great so they get double of what I'm giving so that's been that's been a thing but you know I posted something today which was a bit heartbreaking uh, you know these kids they were in the refugee camp on the floor and this this adult was trying to I don't know if it was school or whatever it was and just right behind them. Uh, you you see a rocket flying in here these are children that have to live like this it's, it's still disgusting that. 
these people, there's people out there justifying it, uh, and these superpowers like the 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 US and whatnot of um you know just don't cause for a ceasefire. There's a global, there's a Middle East, well, they bomb Syria, Yemen, uh, Iraq. It's all going down now, right? All because of what's of of what's happening in in um what the terrorist government of Israel is doing um, to, to Palestine. Um, and all you have to do is call for a ceasefire and then figure shit out after. And when I say figure shit out after, if Hamas is what you're after, cool. Like, the US should be like, hey, Israel, listen, call a ceasefire, we will help you go get Hamas, even if that's ground tactical thing, or even make a deal with Hamas, say, listen, you lot retreat, uh, no, surrender. Surrender and you know, we can move to like a solution or whatnot. But nobody's after that now. It's just murderers after murderers. I heard, I saw or read something that Nicaragua, a country, I'm sorry if I butchered the name, but is taking the UK, Germany, and another two European countries, I can't remember who it was, it might have been uh, Italy or something, to court to uh, for genocide because they, they're supporting uh, Israel through all of this and calling for a ceasefire, they're supporting him with weapons and all that sort of stuff. Someone should be taking the US to court as well for genocide uh, because they're funding them billions and billions. Um, but listen, you know, um, at the end of the day, we're going to keep talking about it. I'm only giving updates based on what I hear, but again, speak to, uh, sorry, check out the news, not the, not, not the mainstream because they're not going to give you the full story. Check Mark Lamont Hill, check Breaking Points, check Al Jazeera, at least you can see it from the perspective of what's happening to the Palestinian people. And a lot of aid that's supposed to go in, uh, Israeli settlers are doing protests and blocking that aid coming in. Israel has struck a few of the aid trucks, which is disgusting. That's got food and stuff on it. It's got nothing, but they destroy. It's literally genocide. And this is all happening after the ICJ uh, um court which told them that you need to calm down for the next month like they kind of said they didn't they should have just said you guys are doing genocide but they gave them one month to report back um and they're still doing it and it's all these tiktok videos and all this sort of stuff that they've, they're literally presenting to the world the genocide that they're doing even after the icj hearing and they're still doing it so in a month's time it's probably a couple a week away or whatnot i hope the icj do what's right, man, as, as humans and say, all right, well, we gave you a month. We actually gave you a lot of chance considering there shouldn't have been a chance, but because of whatever, they should say, no, you are causing, you are creating genocide. Like, pulling it out there because people are still trying to argue against it. It's like, no, the courts and the world, the world courts have spoken. You are causing, committing genocide. And after all this bullshit, after the hearing and they're still doing it, ICJ should turn around and just say, all right, we are doing you for genocide. Done. There's no question about it and whatnot. Um, so yeah, just just a heartbreaking situation there that you know we're always going to talk. Too about. late, you know, bro. It's too late. It's too late. Which is the heartbreaking part of it. It's too late. We are too late. All of us are too late. And 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 as hard as it is, and the puppets that run this so-called government and that so-called government, they're a bunch of puppets. And they've got something really bad on the US and UK because they're they're stuck they're stuck with it. You know what I mean? I mean, you got this this I don't even know what the people in parliaments, bro, man. They're 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 not for the people, bro. They're not for the people. It's that one lyric that 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 was said by V for Vendetta in the comic book by Alan Moore, which is that we the people shouldn't be afraid of the government. The government should be afraid of the people. And and we've come to a point where we 
everyday people. Like, you ask me anything about politics, bro. I don't know shit, bros. Like, sorry, sorry. I don't know. I don't know poo, bro. Like, you know, because it's not for me. It's not for the everyday people. You don't have me. I'm not an interest to you. The general public who pay council tax and all the rest of the taxes are not are not their priority, bro. You know what I mean? And we've got this Tory uh, uh, leadership that it's not for us, bro. It's for the one percenters, bro. You know what I mean? So it only works for a handful of people. The rest of the everyday people who are doing the daily jobs who are getting ripped off. Who cares, bro? I don't care what they do, bro. I'm just trying to survive and look after my family. The fact that those one percenters, they don't care about what's happening across the world where thousands of people are dying. doesn't bother them, bro. They they want to know how much is bank rolling in. You know what I mean? Where's my next investment going? Where am I going to make money next? What country am I going to take over and make some money on arms and deals and stuff like that? You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's heartbreaking. But I, I came to a bit of a realisation and, and you know, I'm, the, the Palestinian people and the state and everybody are in my doors. I, I can't watch those videos without crying or being hurtful. I saw another one where a kid was having a cardiac arrest and I don't think I prayed that hard in my life, bro. I could, cause I couldn't stop crying. And I was like, what more do you have to be to be a human being to stop something like this? Wouldn't something like that want to stop it? But I don't have that power to go over there. Like I, I'll only have vengeance and end up being like the pan punisher. Cause God, God forbid, you know, the people that do not deserve to live are people that do not value life. They've never seen hungry, bro. They've never seen being, you know, sleeping on the streets or anything like that. They go on like they know, but they've never seen it. They've never felt it. Then they wouldn't even put themselves in that shoes, bro. You know what I mean? They, some people are coming from a privileged background. Bro, I'm not even privileged. We're not even privileged. We're privileged because we wake up every morning with a roof over our heads and look after our families. Barely, if we can look after them, you know what I mean? Do, 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 do the best we can to look after them. I'm happy I wake up in the morning to see my kids and my family and all my loved ones still around, bro. I have no idea what the Palestinian people are going through. But I have no idea what those one percenters and them people think. Some They think they're inspirational or, or you know, people want to be like them. Trust me, no, bro. Us everyday people do not want to be like you, bro. You, you're a puppet. And most of the MPs and people that do that it's out of you know it was funny because i had a realization was is that's for their own selfish ways and gain as well there, there's no bigger picture there it's whatever they do they do they do it for themselves it's not for others it's not for everybody else it's for what they do there's a you have to be a certain type of mind to not care about humanity and what's going on in the world if you're going to be joining something like this like you couldn't put me in their shoes because I don't come from that same background or anything like that, bro. Where you know you're spoon fed and you're hand fed with everything. You've never tasted hungry. You've you've never tasted a sleepless night on the road. You've never tasted what a struggle is for a working dad who works a nine to five and, and, and barely covers everything. They don't know that type of that pain, that type of hunger, that type of what we have to do on a daily basis. And for other people, so I'm not just talking, you know, about ourselves, but you know. It's a privilege what I have, but it's a privilege what they got, but they don't give two shits about us little people, bro. Sorry. Yeah, I did yeah. it again. And they don't Sorry speak again. for the people. The people they don't speak for the them, people yeah. are out there asking for a ceasefire. The people, hundreds of thousands, millions of people out there 
And then these idiot puppets are standing there saying, we stand by Israel. The UK stands by Israel. No, they don't. No, they don't. Fucking people have spoken. Same with the US. Oh, the US stands by Israel. No, they don't. The people are speaking. But again, you know, the politicians, they don't speak for the people. At the end of the day, the reason why us general people don't follow politics is because it's tough. We got our day-to-day, nine-to-five and whatnot. So that's why we rely on some on real news. We rely, on, when I say real news, these corporate news publications, that's why we rely on them to give us the real news. But because of facts that they don't, you know, it's hard for the average person to go do their own research. Not everyone will. So sometimes people will listen to the mainstream media and be like, well, that's it, I got to believe them, right? And sometimes most people don't because they don't have time. Uh, and whatnot to listen to this stuff. So it's very difficult for the regular person to keep up or even do their own research. That's what I'm saying. So that's why these corporate medias are also, also um, supporting genocide. They are also a part of this genocide because of what the, the corporations and the media publications that they're, the news they're putting out, the one-sided thing. If they were true and put the true news out there, it's it, it, obviously that's against the agenda, the leaders' agendas and whatnot. But a lot of people will be clued up with what's going on. Anyway, thank God for social media and whatnot. Even though trying to censor people, people are getting educated and everything on the real situation. Uh, but the, the leadership never uh, they, they do not represent the people ever. And the ones who want to go into into uh, uh, parliament or whatever that do represent the people would never get in there because there's a lot of people that run shit out there. Right? Israel funds a lot of these people, man. They just have a lot of control. There's one guy I saw online. I think it might have been old one. He goes, well, just think about something. Who can you not criticize? Who can you not criticize? Those are the ones who run you, right? If you're in China, you can't criticize the government, right? Because they run you. If you're in North Korea, you can't criticize the government. They run you. If you're in the US, who can you not criticize? Israel. So do you not think that they run you? Like, it's just a simple thing. Listen, a lot of people seeing it, even some, uh, you know, Americans are seeing it. They're like, even if they support Israel, they're like, or, or they're right wing or whatever. They're like, well, why is our money going there anyway? Look, look at the poor here. Look at like U.S. money should stay in the U.S. Why are we funding all of that? Some people have hearts and, that, why, and know that they're funding bombs that are dropping on children. But others who don't have that kind of heart, they're like, well, the money should stay in the U.S. anyway and fix our education system and our health system and our homeless system. But nope. Nobody's seeing that. So the government's all failed. Biden's a freaking uh, war criminal. Um, you know, Trump is no better either. So I mean, it's just it's just crazy that they 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 run the world. I was listening to a podcast with JFK Jr. and even him, he's just just I I just feel like they're they're uneducated. Like I just feel like not just that. No, no, sorry. They are intelligent beings. What's disappointing is they're not they're not using that intelligence to really understand the history. They, they, they are going with the narrative. And that's what the disappointing thing is, is that you mm. are intelligent, but you're choosing not to use your intelligence uh, to learn about this situation. Or you, are, you, don't, you do know about it and you're just being ignorant to it, which is even worse. And it's horrible. It's, you can't change history. Uh, and all these things that I keep hearing, the same argument, oh, the, the indigenous, indigenous people of that land 2,000 years ago was the Jews. And I'm like, first of all, stop talking about the Jewish brothers and sisters. They got nothing to do with like that religion. Stop, take that religion out of this Zionist yeah. regime, right? Stop putting our Jewish brothers and sisters in there. Second of all, that's the most, I feel like that's the dumbest argument ever. 2,000 years, okay. Then like, 
the America, all of you go back to Europe, Australia, Canada. Well, the whole world has to change if that's the case. But no, it's okay. Exactly, for but I won't. To do it. But yeah. yeah, I hate that argument. I really do. And people pull it out there and whatnot. It's like the dumb. I can't believe you're saying that. And you're an American who just stole the land a couple of hundred years ago. So all right, well, give that land back and you go back to your where, you, where you're from. It's the stupidest argument ever. Uh, but they're using it. But um, you know what? Because it's more known now. Like, it's a more difficult conversation, right? Like, I've had a few conversations. And now, you know what? Listen, uh, apologies for my attitude last week. And and probably some of the people that heard on the podcast, you maybe not have agreed with some of the stuff that I said. And I'm sorry I was angry at the time as well. And I suppose it will make me angry. But then it gave me a bit of perception on how I see things now a little bit. You know, colonization, colonization is something that has happened. And people go on, like, you know, oh, my God, it was, you know, a thousand years ago, blah, blah, this, that, hundred years ago. Listen, man, check your bloodline, man. You're probably part of that, which is the hardest part. Yeah. And I know you don't mean it. And a lot of people have changed. And I totally oh, understand that. Listen, just real quick on that. Real quick on that. Like, if you go back to everyone's bloodline, I'm sure we're all part. Maybe Genghis Khan in our bloodline. You never know. But but yeah. there, there is. But that's what I'm trying to say. But, like... I, I get what you're trying to say. There was all so much colonization in the world and you're going back thousands of pounds a year. Okay, some things have happened, but right now in a world where that's illegal, that you can't do that, right? And this will happen yeah, yeah, yeah. after World War II and all that sort of stuff. Like there's laws in place. We're supposed to be more civilized as human beings. That's why these international laws were put into place. So you can't start going around colonizing and stealing, stealing land and ethnically cleanse. We're in a different time now. So if you go back in the days, all right, it happened that's history you can't change that history that's what i'm saying no, of course not of course whatever not, of course it is not. but but yeah like right it's, now it's, you can't yeah. do it now when we're in the most civilized time and there's laws against it they're bypassing it bro they are bypassing it somehow bro there's so much going on at the moment now listen netanyahu will pay for those uh the issues that he's caused and what he's done he's a puppet in the game there's more people in the background that are you know Bro, they're trying to do this quick and smooth. The moment whatever happened, happened. I don't even know who started. You know, it's been going on for years. Look at how much they've taken over over the 75 years, bro. This was something quick to happen straight away to take over Gaza. It's a shame I'm saying this. I'm sh I'm, I'm ashamed of saying this. But they're going to get away with it, bro. Netanyahu and all them other people, they'll pay for their what they've done. But they're going to get away with it, bro. And it's the world we live in. They, they, that's like that type of stuff. I've never seen justice, bro, out of that, bro. Never. We never see that. In my lifetime, no. no. I'm scared about my kids when they're older to find out that, wow, these people actually got away with this? Yes, Why they do you did. think Punisher and characters like this exist? It's based on these things because the justice, exactly. the justice system doesn't work. Even in the world court, too late. it doesn't work. Too late. Now, listen, South Africa and, and those countries that are doing what they can do, like without murdering people, again, they're heroes, man. They're like Daredevil. Yeah. You know what? You know, Daredevil exactly. yes, yes. believes in the law. Yes. He doesn't believe in killing people. He believes in it so much. That's them. You know, that is them. Um, so, you know, I love them to bits. They're heroes. And I hope they keep putting that pressure on without murdering people because they're not that type of people. Um, but yeah, man, like they, they won't. It'll be hard to get justice. Those people will suffer. You know, God, God will give them punishment. Uh, even if they claim, they claim, 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 claim to be Jewish. They claim they're not. 
let's be real they're not they're zionists and they've hijacked the religion of, of judaism uh, they are not jewish even if they claim to even according to their religion god the same god that we believe in they go into hell they're going to pay for the murder that they've done so if they claim to be religious they claim to be jewish then they're going to hell according to their religion too because they've done everything against the religion of judaism which is what they're doing now anyway so they're going to hell man they're going to hell but yeah listen guys um kibbs was there anything else you want to say on that listen i'm not going to say much because i get emotional and i end up probably saying things I, I i don't know how to say it. yeah i say things man i say things anyway listen uh we got a the donation links in the bio guys donation links on our social media platforms go go help them they they need help but i want the palestinians to be free i want the palestinians to have their land uh the jewish brothers and sisters actually ain't got nothing to do with this to be honest it is a zionist regime and there is so much more to it but guys do your history i mean there's only so much we can say you know what i mean i've had my conversations with a few zionists myself recently uh interesting civilized conversations as well because at the end of the day, human beings are human beings. People will follow whatever they follow and how they were influenced. Yeah. So, yeah, please donate. Do the best you can. I'm, I'll am i be back in training as soon as I, this, this thing passes. And then I will continue to do my 50 spinning kicks a day. Cool. Guys, donate. Cool. And also check, check with your company. Because I, like I said, I check with yeah. my company. If your companies do a match thing where they de donate through that, man, see, see if you can find any donations through that. And uh, your and if your company can match that, then you're doubling your donation. So try and do that. Um, okay, cool. Moving on, sticking in real world issues. This was another sad one uh, for this week. We lost a legend. Uh, we lost a legend. Uh, R.I.P. Rest in peace, Carl Weathers. And that was. Uh, all right, cool. I will um, say that news again when Kibler comes back. But. We did lose a legend, which was very emotional, man. I felt this one. We lost a legend this this week, Kibbs, man. Carl Weathers. Ah, oh, bro. Oh, yeah. man. Like, you know, sometimes, no matter what, and because we, we see him every every year, and we saw him come back again every year. Uh, heartbreaking, man. Carl Weathers, man. That was uh, an emotional one. Definitely. Definitely an emotional Definitely. one. Definitely. I mean, look, look, we've known him, and we grew up with him as, as Apollo Creed. He was in The Predator. He was, you know, Action Jackson, um, you know, recently in The Mandalorian. It, it was emotional. It was very emotional, especially I saw the speech from, from, from Stallone. There's been a lot of clips that's been going out from Rocky itself, which is such a great emotional movie. Uh, it was sad, man. I think he was like 75 or seven, in early 70s or something. He, he said passed away in his sleep, as far as I understand. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's very sad, man. Very emotional, man. Just, just seeing him as in rocky this jumper. yeah this one was a tough one especially the clips that people put together i was like oh man i feel i feel really sad that he passed man so may you rest in peace and you know condolences to his family and again listen man he's part of that rocky legacy man he he's a, he's a legend um i i put him down as a legend because he, he he uh he's a part of that that legacy that he's left behind us so every time you watch rocky you got apollo creed there Rocky's one of the greatest movies of all time. I, I think so. Uh, you're going to go yeah, back. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's, and that's him. And his performance yeah. was as fantastic as, you know, Stallone. He brought that element to it. Of course, he imitated exactly. Muhammad Ali and whatnot, but it was absolutely amazing performance. Um, 
So, oh man, Carl Webb, a, a, a legend from our time, man. Honestly, like I said, in Predator, he had that famous scene with Arnie, you son of a bitch, <laughs> and big muscles and whatnot. Um, amazing scenes, uh, amazing legend. Yeah, rest in peace. Cool Carl director, Webb. bro. Very cool director. The fact that he did couple of Star Wars episodes for the Mandalorian, which is absolutely amazing. And uh, he got the chance to do that. You know, he was, he, he did a couple of films with Adam Sandler, uh, Happy Gilmore, which is one of them. Uh, yeah, he's done loads, man. It's massive to see. You know, there's a couple of films in there, you know, like Action Jackson, Action Jackson. And what's that one, man? Hold up, man. He's got a massive catalog of great movies that we grew up with. So, yeah, sad loss to the world, man. Sad loss to the world. Did you see the one that I put up where they put uh, uh, Michael Jordan's clip? Michael Jordan's? No, which one was that? Not Michael Jordan. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's clip. No, I didn't see that one. No. You know that? I think it's the scene from part two. Okay. From Creed 2. Yeah. Where he talks about, you know, if he was still here. I'll have to share it. Show it with you. That one was emotional. All right. Yeah. Send it over. Send it over, man. Sad, sad time, man. Sad time. We lost a legend. Um, rest in peace, Carl Weathers. Um, all right, let's let's move on to the things we watched. I watched a few things this week, as I always do. Uh, Jack Reacher finished season two. Great show. What did you think? Awesome. Love it. I I I love everything about it. It's an easy watch. It gets to the point. It's um, I don't put it good. Like the action, the story, the the uh, the the little twist, the investigations. Uh, just just awesome you know what i mean I, I i really enjoyed it it wasn't hard to watch it wasn't boring it just moves on the investigation keeps moving on they know who the villains are they're trying to go for these people they investigate this and you know and, and all combined with a little bit of humor and then action and the guy who plays jack reach is just huge just a like huge a beast beast uh, you know what hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up alan richards alan 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 rich Alan Richson is his name. Uh, and when there's scenes where he takes his top off, you're like, oh my God, this dude, he is ripped and he's just freaking stacked. Freaking yeah, no, stacked. No. He is gigantic. He's he's good, bro. I liked him in Titans. I liked him in Smallville. Uh, I liked the little Aquaman reference that the cop, the the New York cop, cop you know, Aquaman was my favorite superhero as I was growing up. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he played Aquaman in Smallville. Oh my god, I didn't even remember. Way I didn't, back, I didn't, I didn't Way even back. put that together. I didn't even put that together. That's amazing. Yeah, and then he played Hawk in Titans. Uh, I remember that, yeah. And listen, season one was amazing. Season two just had me, bro. I just like the way he thinks. I like like the type of character he is in that as well. Uh something I, I saw a podcast, Michael Rosenberg's post uh podcast, which is called Inside You, and Alan Richardson was on it. Uh, great episode. Uh, if you guys haven't heard it, and shouting out Michael Roseburn, uh, he's uh, he played Lex Luthor in Smallville as well. And uh, Alan Richardson commit almost he tried to kill himself, bro. Oh damn! He commit he almost like, you know he, he he talked about his mental health. He talked about how how being in this industry and what it did to him, and you know what he became, and then came to a point you know where he was like. I'm not even being a father to my kids and I'm I'm in a rocky road right now and my, my guy hung himself, man. Something saved him. Wow. 
but it was emotional, bro. Really deep, bro. So like it, you know what? Um, that's massive, bro. As as a as a dad as well to hear that because, you know, we go through so much, uh, and you know, it, it what makes me wonder what dad went through as well, uh, as we were kids and when when hardship kicks in and how do you deal with it? And I know that he did. He's had loads of hardship. Our dad have has had loads of hardship, but. To, to, to keep on going, to keep on moving forward. He's always kept us united. He's kept us moving forward as well, which is inspiring. But the hardships, man, and, you know, look at that. Here's a guy, Hollywood guy, you know, career popping off, making money, stability for the family and house, rest of it. Powered, kill it, almost killed himself, bro. It was heartbreaking to hear that, bro. I felt him in that moment. And I give him praise for, for, for moving forward and then getting into something that he he really does well in. I think he's a charismatic character on the screen, bro. Uh, so yeah, no shout outs to Alan, man. Shout yeah. out to him. It was a good shout show. Out. I enjoyed that show. <clears throat> I do. I mean, listen, with with celebrity, I think people forget celebrities are human humans too, and they go through a lot of depression and whatnot. And listen, loads of people commit suicide, which we obviously don't hear about because of mental health and whatnot. Again, speak to people. You have to speak to people. Like you have. To, like mm. it's so important just the first step to reach out to people you know Robin Williams LinkedIn link, uh, what's his name uh, from LinkedIn Chester Park. Benfield, yeah. Ch- yeah Chester I mean so many more but um yeah listen going back to the show yeah bro it's it's, it's such an easy watch like very he, yeah he's, and he's funny without trying to be funny like you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah like, exactly you know what yeah. I mean? there's, 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 it's really it's a really cool show um like I like the investigation. It doesn't get too complicated. It, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah, like yeah. the way they investigate it. That's not like, oh, you really got to focus and see what twists and turns it takes. It's like, no, it's like this investigation is, uh, it's gripping, but it also, uh, it get, it moves on. It moves you on and it keeps you going. And I, I honestly would get to the end of the episode. I'm like, oh, okay, that was, that was quick. Because shows yeah, yeah, fair, yeah. sometimes have me looking at my phone. I'm looking at my phone. This one, I was like, oh, damn, the episode finished. Like, damn, you got me. You got me for the whole episode. And they done it throughout the whole of season two. Uh, and I just think, again, the charisma, charisma, charisma from all the characters, uh, the story was easy to follow. The investigations were easy to follow. And um, yeah, it filled with a bit of action and humor. Like, it, it wasn't hard at all. I, I like that. Simple. You had Robert Patrick's in it, who played the original T-1000. He's a really good actor as well. I loved him. Uh, no, great show. Uh, looking forward. I think they've got greenlit for season three. Yep. Yes, they have. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, okay, moving on to a movie that you watched last week and I ended up watching it. Uh, the Beekeeper. Now, my thoughts. I was being a bit harsh on, on the WhatsApp group because uh, I knew Jakob loved it, uh, as, as always. And I went to... Yeah, same, same, yeah. But listen, 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 listen. I... As we always say, I don't try to shit on people's work. Action-wise, Jason Staten is is such a great, hard-nut, British, beef, action dude. And he always loves doing that push kick. Have you noticed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's his his move. He does that push kick. He really kind of pushes his hips into it and just kicks motherfuckers through walls and shit. Awesome action. I, I, the only reason why I was criticizing it was I, I, I didn't, it didn't make, okay, it was like John Wick, but replaced the assassins and the continental mm. with beekeepers. I get it. 
there was a whole philosophy behind bees and their chain of command and their chain of honor and their chain of, of way of working and all that sort of stuff. Bees are important to the world. Of course, without bees, we'll, we'll be dead, really. They, they really help pollinate and all yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff. So I get it. There's a whole philosophy behind bees. And that's why these beekeepers are who they are, which were these CIA assassins, top, top of the game assassins. Cool. I get it. I found a lot of, of that stuff a bit silly. The one thing that I thought was the silliest that kept on annoying the shit out of me, the woman, oh, spoiler alert, guys, if you haven't seen it, then, you know, skip this part. But if you want to, you know, if you want it to be spoiled, it's not that bad. Uh, the woman that dies, the woman that looks after him, right? Her daughter was a cop. She commits suicide because of a fraud that happened to her on the internet, right? Her computer side, a pop-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got fraud. I was like, okay, all right, that's how it's going to start, right? A bit silly to me. Anyway, she commits suicide because she lost $2 million. I'm spoiling it all uh, for a charity of school and all that sort of stuff. Okay, he, because she was like the first person that ever kind of looked after him, which he references a few times, he goes and investigates. And now, listen, the FBI, her daughter is a part of the FBI. First of all, she doesn't grieve at all. I'm sorry, man. She don't grieve at all. Like, I, she, she just normal. I'm like, your mother just committed suicide. She's normal. The FBI, she tells him, have been looking into these and these scammers for years. My guy in 20 minutes finds one of the headquarters and starts fucking shit up. They've been in the FBI for years. Him, 20 minutes, yeah? Um, throughout the whole movie, he's just fucking up everyone. Listen, it gets deep into the political stuff. I get that. It's true. I get it. Yeah, cool. Um, throughout the whole movie, he's he's getting revenge for not just the, the, the woman that got killed, but everyone who they've hurt and whatnot. But mainly he got involved because of the woman that got killed, which was the mother of this FBI agent. But this FBI agent has set a vendetta against him. Like, oh, we're going to catch him. And I'm like, bitch, he's getting revenge for your mum. Why the fuck are mm. you not supporting him? Why the fuck are you not saying, go get him for me? Or go get him for my mum or whatnot. I was just getting annoyed at her. I'm like, your mum died and he's helping. He's getting revenge and you ain't doing shit. You're actually trying to get him. I was like, leave him alone. Let him kill all of these idiots because they got your mum killed. I was I was getting annoyed at her. I really thought that, that she, she, I don't know what, I know she mentioned in the movie at a point that, the mother loved the brother more than her. And the, but I was just kind of like, man, you you done no grievance. You done no grieving for your mother. You were after the guy who's getting revenge for your mother. And then Jason, uh, Jason Statham's character, so badass, it's awesome. I love all the action. But, you know, he just fucked up everyone, which is cool to see. But I'm like, like I say, in a matter of 20 minutes, he done what the FBI couldn't do in years, which is take them all down. All the way up to the president level and, and shot the president's son. Spoiler alert. Mm. That's the movie. Listen, bro, all I saw it was as a good, good movie. David Ayer is an amazing director and he likes to build worlds. What I would have liked to seen from him was to get part two of Bright because I thought Bright was such a great concept. Uh, and he puts a lot of history into the work he's done harsh times uh, end of watch and they're like good ground level gritty stories and and don't get me wrong this film's fine bro it has a good action movie you know a bit kind of a whistleblower movie as well it's fine it does the job bro i i enjoyed it for what it was uh, i love jason 
you know what? I think I've learned to really love what Jason does and the type of movies that he does. I think he's a great martial artist as well, bro. Uh, I think physically, the way he looks, the way he fights, he has this flow. Uh, no, good on him, man. Uh, it's he's a good like, film. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Tekken, he's like Brian. You know, just raw, raw, powerful kickboxing. If you're a Tekken fan, you know what I'm talking about. Brian, uh, in that he's just a raw, raw like powerful kickboxing. Every strike... Yeah. That Jason throws is power. Uh, he yeah. shows it, especially that push kick. I always notice that because there's so much body movement in that kick. He thrusts a hip forward and kicks motherfucker through walls. Um, listen, listen, that was just my thoughts on the movie. I'm not saying it was the shittest movie in the world, but I'm just saying a lot of it didn't make sense. But it was so entertaining throughout the movie because of the action. I was actually, you know, I love I like those kind of stories where he's kind of like, again, the punisher. Just going in there, getting revenge and fucking up all these idiots. So I love that sort of stuff. Um, all right, moving on. I also watched another movie called Wonka, um, which is actually pretty good with Timothy. Ch Ch what's the name? Timothy. Chalamet. Yeah, he's actually that kid is really good. He's really good. He, he's a good. He's amazing, bro. Yeah, so, amazing dude. Amazing. Yeah. This yeah. Um, was obviously a prequel and whatnot uh, to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, listen, it was very enjoyable. And and the, the, the musical side of things, you know, like, it's interesting, you know, like, back in the days when you made movies like, you know, Dick Van Dyke and whatnot, there was a lot of musicals. So you had to be yeah. an actor, you had to be a musical, you had to sing, you had to perform. Um, these days, you don't get much of that. That's not much of, of, of what Hollywood's about these days and whatnot. But, you know, for them to do it, I thought it was pretty awesome. And the story was decent, you know, just to kind of like the start of Charlie and the, uh, of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, sorry, of Wonka. And, mm. and the relationship with his mother and, the, and just the joy of chocolate and what he could bring to people and, you know, that people enjoying. Okay, cool, cool. Like trying to give everyone diabetes. That's cool. But listen, um, no, I enjoyed it. I, I really, I genuinely did enjoy it. I like, I like Timothy's performance. I, I think he's... He's I think I need to I need to watch it. I need to watch it. I haven't had the chance to watch that. Oh, I just uh, spoiled the shit out of it for you then. There you go. Sorry, no, it's not doesn't matter, bro. I'll I'll watch it, bro. I think like I'm coming to a point now where we're just gonna get spoilers. Like today, bro, I had to mute bare people putting up the Deadpool free. Like, come on, bro. The trailer comes out this weekend, like Super Bowl. Allow spoiling what you've just spoiled, and it's like so. I've muted accounts, I've stopped accounts, but they keep coming, uh, they keep coming. Bro, my I, I mute so many as well, but another one, I don't understand how I could stop all of it. I don't get it no more. Um, I get it. I listen, man. There's one thing I have to spoil about this movie though, which was which I which immediately gave me a bit of goosebumps. He does uh, a, a facial feature and eyebrow movement that Gene uh, Gene Wilder does in oh. Charlie Fight. You know, I think I think he's kind of like this, and he, and he does. I can't do it. I'm not yeah, yeah, because yeah. he does that, and immediately I was like, "Oh God, that's that's Gene Wilder. That's that's the the action he did, uh, the 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 facial expression he did in." Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was um a, a great tribute. Touching. Yeah, very touching. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that immediately, and I I was I thought that was a great tribute to Gene Wilder. Uh, uh Gene Wilder's rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest yeah. in peace. Wonka. Uh, he's. <laughs> Wonka. <laughs> I, I know we use that word. <laughs> but uh listen, bro. Uh yeah, no, if it's a great tribute to to the original, because that, that that original is amazing and what Gene Wilder did is absolutely amazing. He's an amazing actor. Uh he he has brought loads of funny moments in my life, bro. 
him and Richard Pryor, especially in See No Evil, Hear No Evil, Stir Crazy as well. Like they've done some great stuff together. Uh, but Genius, that's an amazing thing to hear that they've, they've, they've tributed him as well. Yeah, I saw that. I recognized that immediately. I was like, oh man, emotional. That was awesome. Um, okay, cool. That was the main things I watched. The other thing I'm still watching is Naruto. Obviously, me and Ash were talking. You're like, what are you talking about? Well, th- th- like, listen, there's thousand, a thousand episodes or something like that. I'm just going through them slowly. And some of what, what's happening through this, this through Naruto, and spoiler alert for someone who hasn't watched it or is watching it now, just, yeah. you know, uh, mm-hmm. and thank God I, I don't know any spoilers because I haven't been in touch with it at all. Just some of the main characters, man, the way they get killed off, like you've known them from the beginning on episode one, and then in episode, you know, 600 and something, they die. You're like, what the fuck? So great anime, very much enjoyable. Um, I'm still watching it. Naruto. Uh, anything else you watched? Anything else you watched? No, shout out to the guys. Uh... Oh, excuse me, man. I think tonight's going to be a shit night, man. I'm going to feel it. Oh, bloody cold. Uh, right, it's going around. Anyway, uh, you know, thanks to the guys uh, at, at releasing, uh, Vertigo releasing for inviting me to the premiere of uh, Gassed Up. Uh, hold up, man. Let me show these people some love, bro, because they've been showing us some love. Uh, Atia got, uh, got to see the press screening uh, last week or the week before, I'm trying to remember, uh, for Gassed Up. Uh which is based on a character named Ash, who is trying to earn money to raise for his 14-year-old sister and send his mother into rehab. He gets caught up in an organized crime ring led by young and charismatic Albanian immigrants. Now, listen, bro, this touches on things that happen in the UK and it's based in London. Uh, it it was a good watch, bro. Uh, Skylar, who was in One Piece, who plays the chef with the blonde hair, he's in it. He's the one who wrote it. Uh, an amazing uh, young cast in there as well, and uh, you know they're they're it's about the street gang who who are on mopeds and they teach phones but work for this Albanian gangster, and gets him caught up into something which wasn't his world. You know he was only doing it to help his mum and help his sister, and then getting into it really deep. But you know what, bro, what the director has done was absolutely amazing. Uh, George Amposa uh, showed a part of London which looked visually stunning, bro. Uh, there are, at times, there are some, some scenes in there that may not have been needed to be in there, but I suppose it depends. I think this movie is going to relate very well to the youngsters. Great soundtrack, great visuals. Uh, good kind of gripping kind of uh, UK kids uh story you know coming from a single parent background and what you have to go through to try and get by on a daily basis uh a bit of a thrill ride as well some of the action scenes were good as well they drive around in mopeds and they do robberies and stuff like that it it was it was really good so shout out to them uh dad got to watch his first screener the other day oh yes we yes, haven't yes, seen yes. the films tell me about so you know it. Uh, well, I, I wasn't there either, so Dad uh, Ati took uh, Dad to the screening of One Love, Bob Marley's story, uh, which they thoroughly enjoyed. Ati has put her review out. I get to, what's the date today? The 8th, uh, at 5 o'clock, we put out our full review on social media, and uh, they loved it, man. I mean, let me read out Ati's uh, review, short kind of review-ish. Actually, the same, you know what, I can give it a full review because... She, you're not going to post this up till later on tomorrow, but 
here we go so bob marley one love was everything and more than i could have imagined the story the music and the vibes it was electrifying kingsley ben adar did bob marley justice in his performance he was mesmerizing the history on what was happening in the world at the time makes so much more sense of why he created those songs during it he really did make music for the people that needed something uplifting and the film portrays that perfectly i i 100 recommend watching this on the biggest screen to get the full bob marley experience so that's at his review and i'm going to post that up later on which will come out tomorrow on the podcast here so you guys know know about it as well uh that's a great yeah they really enjoyed it I never, sorry, I never thought about the story behind his tunes. Of course, his tunes were very uplifting, they were tunes for the people, um, but not really knowing. Um, why? It'd be great to, yeah, not really knowing it was why. A terrible time why. during that era, yeah. bro. Terrible time. Terrible time. You know, my guy got shot. You got racism. He lived in the UK for a bit. There's so much to it, bro. So I, I, I'm looking forward to watching this movie. I do want to see it. Uh, dad enjoyed it. The only thing that dad came out with was that they didn't play his favorite song. I'm not going to spoil that for anybody. Wait till they watch it and see if they work it out. But he 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 thoroughly enjoyed it as well. It showed more of his family life and what he went through as well, being being a family man as well. Uh, I leave it as that man. It looked great, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Oh my god, I'm feeling rough now. Ah, <laughs> uh, the bear. I started watching the bear yeah, finished season one i'm halfway yeah. season two uh really good bro man how the hell does a show put you in a high impact stressful moment and make you feel stressed as well because i was turning my stomach man i was like fuck man i've had a stressful day at work now i'm stressed watching this man but it's in, in it's amazing that a director and a writer can write something like that and do something like that and these actors can portray that to make you feel that stress bro but some of the scenes, bro, they're like so up there, bro. Like your anxiety level's gone up as well. It's like, how the fuck am I involved in this argument? Amazing, bro. Amazing. Listen, season two slows down a little bit, but gives us a bit more background. It's starting to peak back up now because they're trying to get the restaurant up and going. So I'm looking forward to it, bro. It is a good show. It's heartwarming at times as well. Good to see good old John Berthnall in that character, playing the elder brother, Mikey. His hair looks so smooth, man. I was like, how does it make his hair look so good, man? Hmm. Uh, that was good. And then, bro, I, I stumbled across, because, you know, I'm cancelling uh, Netflix. So the way, ne not Netflix, uh, Disney Plus, but it won't cancel till the end of March. So I was like, let me use and abuse this while I can. My Amazon, Amazon stick died as well, so I needed to get a new one, one of those. Uh but the Good Doctor, I don't know if you heard of that. It's on the Disney Plus channel. It used to be, I can't remember what channel it was on before, but it's called The Good Doctor. It's about this autistic do doctor. Mm, I think I've seen trailers and stuff. Like, you know, when, you, when you're scrolling through and it just comes yeah. up and whatnot. Yeah. Um, is it good? Bro, first episode got me in. Heartwarming. Amazing. Uh, it's like prison break. And the character of how Michael was, how he sees things, you know. This is how he sees this is this is like his superhero power, man. He's autistic, you know, his attention to detail and, and to see how many options he can work out. Like uh, autistic uh, brain can work in so many different ways, creative, uh, visually uh, and, and like so many different ways, bro. But I'm really enjoying it. It's a nice heart for a show. Not too long again as well. 20, uh, 30 minutes, 40 minutes an episode. Um, but so far, I mean, that's that's been good. Uh, 
I finished off Devil's Devil's Reign. Oh, we're moving on to what oh yeah later. sorry yes just, let's go, yeah just 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 real quick that the, the only other thing that we'll do a reaction to later is knuckles uh mm. trailer was released so we'll we'll take a look at that and do a little reaction when we can all right cool if there's nothing else to watch then let's go on to what we have read devil's way and you finished that off yeah finished it off very good it's about you know born again is going to be simply uh the same as well it's going to be uh based on uh kingpin running from mayor and in this one this is uh one where in the comic books is where luke cage goes against wilson fisk to run as mayor as well of new york city daredevil has a twin brother named michael which i did not know but i'm trying to I'm, i need to work out what universe is this based in because some of the characters are different they got family members and stuff like that it could be the six one it's not six one six it could be in a different timeline but daredevil has a twin brother so but Michael plays Matt Murdock 24 hours. They don't say his name is Michael. Only one person knows. Uh, and Daredevil is dead. Matt Murdock is Daredevil 24-7. He wears the costume all the time now. Uh, you know, he Kingpin uses the Purple Man, amplifies his powers to win people's votes. Uh, and they're trying to uncover that. You've got Spidey. You've got Miss Marvel. You got the Avengers, Doc Ock, you know, Doc Ock. Sorry, uh, Fisk uses all the Spidey's enemies as foot soldiers in it as well. Uh it does drag a little towards the end. But overall, we're gonna see some of this stuff in Born Again, the TV show. I know that definitely without a doubt. They'll touch on bases and the stuff like that. Uh yeah, good read. Yeah. But I'm moving on to my next book. I need to try and read more often. That one was good. Uh, yeah, I think that's it at the moment. Nothing else. I haven't touched anything else. No, oh, well, I'm still Excuse reading me. that Punisher Max, and I'm on the chapter or the or the uh, the next issue of literally the scene from um, uh, Punisher uh, Warzone, the movie where yes. the Punisher go. There, it, it's it's the uh, it's the the mafia bosses in Jer in New Jersey's birthday and whatnot. And Punisher does. It's not like scene by scene, but it's literally that. Like in the Punisher, um, in the movie, um, he was in the room and he was in the in in the room killing everyone. In in the comics, uh, he he basically kills the main Don, and then he just kind of strolls back and he has like a big M sixteen or whatnot. And as all of the adults come, all the mafia bosses like whatever come on the on the uh, it, to go get him, he just blastism down it's violent it's so violent and what's happening now is it's the war like this this links directly to vietnam and whatnot and how he made a promise to someone that he wants to carry on war so his wife and obviously child has been killed he didn't know uh, whoever he was talking to and i'm still trying to figure it out and i feel like it's this it's himself but that person was like, oh, you want war forever? I can make that happen for you. And it led, obviously, to the death of his family and whatnot, which waged the war on streets. Anyway, it's literally the scene from um, uh, the Punisher Warzone movie. It's freaking awesome. Like, it's just the Punisher doing his thing. Uh, I love it. I love it. I Listen, again, his ways are bad. I'm not... I don't know if they are bad. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I shouldn't say things, but some he, Punisher just does what Punisher does. But I love the way they're digging into the psychology of this because I, you know, you get that. That's what's important about the Punisher comics. I, I love what he does and I love his story, but there's just psychology of this, just the mental um, 
the uh, the PTSD that he's got, the the why he was to stay in war so much. What is it about that? It cost him his family, it cost him everything, and he's still doing this raging war against streets. It's all in his head, uh, and that's what mm. war does to people, man. So great comic, still watching it. It it's a it's a big one. It's a, it's a whole chapter. Uh, it's a whole sorry volume or whatnot. So anyway, I'm gonna carry on watching, reading that basically. Um, okay, moving on to the next segment. MCU, uh, so I'll, I'll quickly go through this. Sony developing a, developing an R-rated Venom animation. So oh, okay, that'd be good. That'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah, if they, listen, they done great with Spider Verse. I'm not saying they should need to use the same animation, but th there's potential because their animation so far has been pretty damn good. So mm -hmm. let's see what they do with this. I hope they do it. it doesn't just because it's R-rated doesn't mean it has to be pure violence or whatnot. Do what you did with Spider Verse, like great story and great just you know, just animation and telling story and emotions through the animation, then you're going to have, it's going to be good. So hopefully we'll see how that goes. Uh, Jeremy Rayner says that he's strong enough to return as Hawkeye. I would love to see him come back as Hawkeye. Um, we haven't really had closure on that character, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. uh, so he's still in the Avengers. But, you know, the rest of them, we know what happens to them. Thor's still in there, Hope's still in there. Uh, Hawkeye's still in there. There's no closure on him here. So... I know what he's, he was going through, the PTSD of losing the Avengers, losing uh, Romanoff and whatnot. But I want to see him come back, um, especially because of what Rainer went through. It would be great to see him come back as Hawkeye. Um, and maybe he can come back as an old, busted-up Hawkeye, which they've done in the comics as well, like Old Man Logan and whatnot. So, oh, yeah. yeah, looking forward to that. Wonder Man. Um, so that's going to start filming again. But uh, uh, unfortunately, there was a death on the set, one of the crew members, mm. I think I I read, like fell off a platform or something. I'm not sure, and and passed away, man. I mean, look again. We, we try our best not to criticize movies and whatnot. We might not enjoy them. You heard my review about Bee Talker, Bee Beekeeper, whatnot. Might not enjoy them, but I appreciate what they put together. I appreciate you know aspects of it, be it the action or whatever. Listen, people, and, and in all jobs, uh, but we're talking about this industry specifically, right? Because it's what the podcast is about. People lives sometimes stuntman's lives car, car, uh, crew members lives stunt women yeah definitely yeah can be on and women yeah so stunt women too can be on their line on, on the line and this is a situation where it was and that's that's very tragic for that person and and their family and um you know doing being a part of a the mcu being a part of a project it's, it's a dream come true man but something tragic can happen too because there's there's work behind these things it's not just it doesn't just happen. There's work behind it. There's props, there's stunts, there's everything. So, you know, rest in peace. I, I should have read into it more. Forgive me, I haven't got the individual's name, but uh, rest in peace anyway. And, uh, you know, that's a sacrifice that some people make to give us the content that we that we want, but not necessarily mm. might love, but we, we get it. So appreciate it. No, exactly, man. Rest in peace, dude, man. May you be blessed in paradise for the work you've done. All uh, right. Uh, any other MC new MCU news you had? Not on my side, to be honest, bro. Uh, I know that we saw a new logo for Kevin Feige wore a hat with Wolverine and uh, Deadpool on it. But I'm trying to stay away from spoilers, bro. I'm trying to stay away from things. Same. Like as much as I know the podcast is based on like rumors and things going on in that world and what we love the most, it's starting to jar me now, bro. And I don't know, I know if that's with is that with just age. Or how I feel about things, or what I want to see, I miss 
that feeling of just being excited to watch something, bro, and not spoiled in the trailer or spoiled on social media. So I'm doing my best to try and stay away from it as much as I can, but there's not much. I haven't heard much, to be honest. I haven't been looking into it, though, because I, I just want to have kind of fresh... Like, I think you said, like, phase four was ruined by everything, bro. Yeah. Everything. They killed it. The spoilers killed it for phase four. Mm. Uh, there's going to be tons for this one. And I don't want to know, but I'm seeing so many. I'm trying to block them. But the new another one comes, the algorithm gets me with another one. It pisses me off. I, why mm. doesn't the algorithm understand that I'm blocking them? It does understand that. It can see that. But it's what it's doing is still pushing the content to me. Listen, I watch trailers and stuff, and I can't wait for this movie. I cannot wait. It's going to be amazing. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm trying to avoid it too, man. But, um, we had Ghostbusters trailer. Ah, yes, Ghostbusters trailer. Was that, was that this week? Yeah. Okay, guys, check that out. Uh, yeah, Ghostbusters trailer, trailer which is really good. Uh, that looks good, bro. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I don't think we're going to do the Knuckles while I haven't seen that yet. Go yeah. finish up work and then I'm going to check that out. And then uh, other than that, I think we've got... What have we got, man? Well, I mean, I'll go through other movie news news real quick. Um. So real quick, Gina Carano sues Disney, funded by Elon Musk. So remember, she got kicked off uh, uh, Mandalorian because of some of her views and whatnot. Whether you agree with her views or not, the fact that she got fired and Disney just got this whole, really, they do have this whole woke agenda. Elon Musk recently was cussing the main dude, what's his name, Bob Iger or whatnot, about yeah. um, advertising. He was on the New York Times um, I think it was a New York Times like event or whatever, and he literally said to Bob, I, he's like, he goes, if you're gonna try and control me with advertising money, like fuck yourself. And he's like, hey Bob, like fuck yourself. I don't need your advertising money. And it's a bit funny that you uh you you trying to you know telling Elon Musk trying to control him about advertising money. He's the most richest guy in the world. Anyway, apparently he is um helping Gina Carano sue Disney. So you know it is what it is. Listen, Elon Musk. I know I'm not going to go back into it, man, but I think, you know, he, he's shown his colors as well. Uh, I think he's he's full of shit too as well. He talks about free speech and whatnot, and then you can see what he's doing through X, uh, censoring all Palestine stuff and promoting what's happening with the, the Israel stuff. So he's shown his true colors too. But anyway, I went back into it. Let's not, let's move on. Uh, listen. FM, FM, FM. Uh, uh, let me just quickly put this out there. Thank you to Warner Brothers UK for sending me my treats, the release of Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom is out to buy now, guys. You can download it. Go for it. It's on all digital platforms for you to get. Thank you for my my gifts, as always. I'm going to do giveaways for you guys. Uh, so this week's giveaways, guys, sponsored by... Well, it's not really sponsored. They've given it to me, but I want to give it back to you guys because you guys are absolutely amazing. Uh, we saw a recent influx of people coming through social media, so big shout-outs. But we'll do that at the end when we wrap this up. Awesome. All right, cool. Yeah, if you do that giveaway, do what you did last time because that was that was pretty awesome. Um, all right, Donnie Yen is set to lead the new film adaptation of Kung Fu, taking over the role of the original, originally played by David Carradine in the 1970s series, which was obviously stolen from Bruce Lee's original idea. And, you know, it was unfortunately whitewashed and whatnot. Uh, this project mm -hmm. is part of a universal plan with the film to be directed by David Lynch, now known for his work on Bullet Train and as the producer of John Wick. So look, this was originally Bruce Lee's story. They stole it from him. 
They put um, David Carradine in it. You can't blame him, really. He didn't steal it, but he, he took the part. Uh, listen, hopefully they 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 pay homage to Bruce Lee's story. And you finally got, like, hopefully this works out. You finally got an Asian uh, Kung Fu master uh, playing the role, a real Kung Fu master. So, I mean, it fits the script. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. let's see how it goes. And Donnie Yang is just one of the best. And then also David Litch with Bullet Train and John, being on John Wick coming I mean, come on, this should be free. It'll be good. It'll be really yeah. good, bro. That's what uh, I mean. Cool. Romeo and Juliet, Tom Holland. Have you heard about this? He apparently... Yeah. I mean, so listen, the last one with... Uh, um, Leonardo DiCaprio was good, yeah. yeah. It wasn't bad, and they used all old English uh, linguistic language and whatnot, which I thought was pretty cool. Shakespeare English. I thought that was pretty cool in a, in a modern-day film. Uh, it was very good. Very good, very good, bro. Yeah, it's, 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 it's still up there with some of my favorite films. It was creative in its own way. So it'd be interesting to see what it would do. Bear people were upset though. Tom Holland, man, how you do that to the world, bro? They got so excited. They thought Spider Man four. <laughs> oh, Everybody was like, he got he put up teased. a him. He teased like something special coming out tomorrow, and he was golfing, and then suddenly, pow, Romeo and Juliet. Everybody was like, what the f? But <laughs> listen, bro. It's what happens when you get uh, painted with the same brush, right? So yeah. Guys, people are going to be more excited to see that. But come on, man. People are going to do other movies. So I was just about uh, to say that. He's a talented young actor. He's going to do a lot more movies. Allow him. Allow exactly. Spider-Man. <laughs> I know. They keep getting for that. There was something that he did on Apple TV, which got slated. I did ah, watch. I didn't can't watch remember that. what it's called. So yeah. I need to watch it because I saw the trailer the other day again. I was like, you know what? Here's my guy putting his hundred percent into this. I'm gonna watch this, so I'm gonna. It's on my list to watch. I can't remember. So it's on, it's on the it's on the program list. So that's definitely one to watch. I'm gonna check it. But yeah, now listen, man. People work on projects, bro. I'm gonna try to check out. I saw him on that podcast with that dude J J E or something like that. I can't mm. remember. And he was talking about it and how yes, he put so much into it and he just got slated. Um, mm. I don't know. That's just people for you. But yeah, shout out to Tom Holland. Anyway, I love that dude. Um, all right, Brad Pitt has been casted in Quentin Tarantino's last movie, uh, the movie Critic. Uh, officially ruled Long Desire, yeah. People thought it was Kill Bill Volume 2 or whatnot, but no, anyway. Brad Pitt's in, in Tarantino's last movie. I feel like Brad, uh, Tarantino's gonna bring back a lot of the people he's worked with in mm. his final movie, especially because it's called the movie Critic. So it should be very interesting. And whatever Tarantino does, it's fucking fantastic, anyway. So I hope he brings them all back from Sam Jackson to John Travolta to Bruce Willis and anyone and everyone. Um, all right. Do it. Yeah. Quickly finishing up on the other news. Percy Jackson season two, AKA Percy Jackson and the sea monster is officially happening on Disney plus. If you're a Percy Jackson fan, I, I've never watched it. So not one for me, but if you're a fan, it's coming out. And then uh, due to the success of evil dead rise, Another Evil Dead spin-off movie has been announced. So yep. more Evil Dead, more Ash. That should be interesting. Um, all right, cool. That was it for other movie news. Just finishing off real quick with video games. Uh, first of all, Suicide Squad video game is out. Ash has been playing it. Check out the channel. Oh, yes. That was Warner Brothers it. Games UK. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, the footage is on our channels, guys. Sorry, G. Continue. Yeah, the footage is on our, ch- on our channels. Uh, doing little clips as much as possible as well. Check out the gameplay. Ash is enjoying it. He, he, he likes the dam- dynamics between these characters. He talks about how they communicate with each other. And it's, it's hilarious with some of the communication styles between each of them, from Boomerang to Harley to mm. 
dead shot being trying to be the leader um you know shot caught shot king being um uh like almost like group uh yeah he said he goes the dynamics good the gameplay is easy not not too hard uh and it's involving the justice league and all your favorite dc characters as well so it should be a great universe of, of games so you know so uh, we'll try and get ash to do a proper review like we'll try yeah we'd need we, yeah that. definitely yeah so if we can try and get him on next week's podcast that'd be great cool let's talk to him about that or if we just get some time with him to talk it through uh finishing off video games tekken 8 tech bro i was a tekken fan one two three four five i was obsessed with tekken obsessed trying to learn all the, I knew all the moves and I was learning all these combos and all this sort of stuff, obsessed. Then I lost interest from six, seven, six and seven and, and everything in between. Bro, Tekken 8 is fantastic. Bro, Tekken mm. 8 got me straight back into the franchise, man. The story mode is awesome. Now I know they took that idea from Mortal Kombat and I think that's a brilliant thing to do with um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, beat em up games. Be listen. Street Fighter Six was awesome, but I got bored immediately. Immediately, I got bored, mm. right? Because the story mode's always the same. Arcade mode. You start the arcade mode. You have five fights. You give a little short little ending. That's it. But this story mode in Tekken is amazing, and it is is obviously with Jin and Kazuya and G Corporation. But I fucking love it. I uh, I love it, bro. How they how they've created that story mode, and within that story mode, you have certain fights and abilities. And then there's a scene where there's a war. I'm spoiling it, guys, but there's a scene that was a war, and you just kind of hop between different characters like Paul and Raven and some of the new characters and and Lance, and you're fighting in a war against multiple opponents. It's amazing, bro. I've I'm 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 geeking out about Tekken again after all these years, and then the gameplay is amazing as well. Again, look, they what I loved about Tekken was the martial arts aspect of it. That's always what I loved about it. Uh, yes, you got um, real martial art, um, uh, what you call it, movements and stuff in it. They've changed things. There's a lot more power based stuff, which sometimes get me annoyed, but. I, but I'm loving it, man. They got this whole new race system, which you can pull out these great combos and everything. Um, and and the game fluidity is just awesome. Uh, the the the, well, the 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 gameplay is just absolutely amazing. I'm just learning new combos. Uh, well, I've just been playing with Jin and Law right now, so I've got another fifty characters to play with, which is the one other thing would beat them up games to so many people. But I am enjoying this game, and I am enjoying the story mode. I'm so so pleased with the story mode. So. Guys, Tekken 8, check it out. Amazing. All right, guys. Um, you know what, Kibs? This week's retro movie review, my favorite part. I know we've, we've picked up another movie, but I watched a comedy movie, which was National Lampoon's Naked Weapon. Look, no, sorry, Naked Weapon. Loaded Weapon. What was it called again? Loaded Weapon. Yeah, loaded weapon. Why am I black? But yeah, loaded weapon. <laughs> Naked Weapon is the other comedy one that, uh, that was done. With Le uh, uh, yeah, with uh, yeah, Leslie Nelson. Yeah, so this movie was yeah. 1993, I think. Uh, let me check real quick. Loaded Weapon, 1993. You got Emilio Estevez, Samuel L. Jackson, um, Kathy Island, John Levitz, who <laughs> makes me laugh at that movie, <laughs> William He's Shatner, good. Tim Curry, yeah. uh, Frank McRae, uh, who cracks me up as the captain because he keeps shouting and whatnot. Um, who else you got there? You got Bill Nunn. James Doonan, you got Joyce Brothers. Bro, this film was hilarious. And the reason why I, I watched this is because one, me and the missus were looking for a comedy. Uh, Whippy Goldberg's in it as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Paulie Friedman's in it as well. He's got a little scene mm -hmm. in it as well. Um, 
trying to look for the main bad guy. Where the hell is he? Uh, oh, yeah, I said him, Tim Curry. Bro, because we were laughing. We kept laughing over that scene where he's like, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. And he's freaking out. This, this, this is a movie where the comedy is, is, is silly, right? It's silly comedy, but it's a spoof on all the movies that came out in that era. So Loaded, Lethal Weapon was the main base of this movie, but it just took the piss out of like uh, Silence of the Lamb. There was a Turtles reference. There was, um, what else? There? Bruce Willis was in the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Die Hard thing. Um, bro, the film was absolutely so much joy. That, that part, when he's like, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, and he's just freaking out. <laughs> it's just so funny, man. Uh, Sam Jackson just, in this comedy element as well, because he, he's, he's a funny dude as well. Um, well, brilliant movie, man. Brilliant movie. I, I don't know if what you Listen, call it from the movie, but it's so, again, it's silly comedy, but it just it's funny. It, the Indian dudes in the beginning, remember when he's in the shop and he blows up the shop because of, and he's just like, I'm just doing my job. And they're like, hala, hala, kutta. But they say all these English, Indian swear words and whatnot. Um, Bro, the film is just fucking hilarious. They take the piss. It's shit that you cannot... Again, a movie that you cannot make these days because of scenes like that and whatnot. <laughs> Bro, it's outrageous. Uh, it's National Lampoon, so, you know, they do those outrageous comedies, which just work really well. So you've got Sam Jackson, who's kind of playing Danny Glover, Emilio Estevez as uh, Mel Gibson. It's based on, you know... <laughs> the lethal weapon series but it's one of the scenes that always gets me is you know when Emilio Estevez comes to the house creeps up the stairs pulls his gun out busted the toilet door is that everything all right and he was like yeah just taking a shit yeah. and if you that's so lethal, casual yeah and if you've seen lethal weapon then you know it, it it's a spoof from that scene where he's stuck on the toilet with explosives and whatnot that's but, number two yeah that's yeah. based on number two uh, the other scene that gets me as well is make yourself comfortable. Pow! Trousers off. Immediately, <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious when he plays that depressed character. Uh, and yeah, he's yeah. just trying to be just that everything to him is just dark. The whole world is dark. The whole world is bad uh, because he lost his dog um, or it was, it was taken away from him. Just just jokes, man. And then the, 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 the basic instinct scene that they stole, it's just it's just. It's, it's, it's hilarious man the men are creep uh the guy what's his name the, the guy who played um um what's his name character uh where is he uh john levitz again another yeah, yeah. creep in the movie it's just hilarious man it makes me laugh man he's such a creep in the movie frank mckee mcree the captain who just keeps shouting bro he was hilarious and when sam jackson tried to shout at him he's like i'm the captain here i'm the one doing all the shouting and even when he's just talking normally he's just shouting at everyone bro it just fucking cracks me up man uh bro you know what i just realized i'm looking at the cast right now the cast is massive bro oh it's huge it's huge and the cameos some of the cameos they got from like star trek william shatner uh uh tim curry bro this is sick bros i need to watch it again i haven't seen it in a while so i'm surprised you you recently picked that movie to watch but that is a classic comedy bro that's classic spoof at its best <clears throat> definitely i mean they don't actually... even the silence of the lamb scene where he he like they see him and he uh drops off the thing yeah, I mean, that was F. Murray Abraham. I mean, there's so many people in these movies. I mean, it's hilarious as well. Like, yeah, 
it's oh man everything about the movie is just like i say they don't make those type i know scary movies try to carry on that sort of uh spoof of spoof. every movies and whatnot uh but they don't do that anymore and there's so much movies that come out these days i i guess i don't know like they don't take the piss they, they, they were literally there to kind of just use those movies as a, as a thing and take the piss I love it, bro. It's a good film. I need to watch it again. Easy I'm just watch. looking at the pictures right now, and they've got the him shaking, and you know when they say that, it's almost like you know they almost done like you know like you look at uh, other guys with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. That's almost like a spoof of some of the cop movies, but done in a different way. Uh, but you know when he goes start fresh. And then in this one, he's like, start. They didn't. They don't start fresh. He just punches him in the face, and they reset everything. So he does yeah. a random punch. That was at the end when he was like, "I'm driving." He goes, "I'm driving," and just punches him in the face. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, listen, bro. It's a great classic movie. It's a great comedy. It's, it's something that uh, will always bring me joy, no matter how many times I watch it, because it's got rewatchability to it, bro. You know, and I think that's the hardest part in comedies right now. I saw a comedy recently, Bad Dads. Yeah, 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 Bill, yeah. Bill, Bill Burr. Burr. Bill Burr. Bill Burr, yeah. Uh, which was funny, bro. There's some outrageous stuff in there, bro, which was funny. But it's not something I'd go back and watch again. And I suppose that's what's connected to our mainframe of movies that we grew up with. It's funny, I had a conversation. Shout out to Rob, uh, who listens to the podcast. I, I, I bumped into him yesterday while he was having a meeting in the cinema while I was watching Gassed Up and he was talking about, you know, there's uh, that cognitive connection to what we saw because we visually learned those movies, bro. You know, could you, you could sit back and we know what scene's going to happen next. We know what line's going to be said next. It was a way that we learned some of the stuff that we regurgitate now. You know what I mean? So that movie is always going to be a great part of comedy history, bro. That Naked Gun, all those spoof movies back then, they're wicked, bro. Loaded Weapon is an awesome movie, guys. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. You have to see this one. Yeah, definitely. Co easy comedy to watch. And again, like, it's simple, <coughs> silly, silly comedy. So you're just sitting there thinking, this is silly, but it's there to make you giggle. It's there to make you laugh. It's made, there to make you even go like, what the hell? With a smile on your face. You know what I mean? Nothing... Uh, nothing difficult at all. No, it, it, there's nothing in that that will make you angry. Oh, what the fuck? That's not funny and get angry about. No, it's there to be silly and it's there to to put a smile on your face and even question what the hell is that about. But it's just yeah, even my wife was watching it and she was just giggling at certain scenes because they were just silly. That's the whole mm. point of the of these comedies and that's what makes these movies fun and rewatchable and just appreciated as as, as comedy movies. No, exactly, bro. Exactly that, man. Great, cool. great, great time. All right. Well, look, I got work for in ten minutes, man. Let's let's finish this up. Um, good to catch up as always, kids. A uh, lot of news. We will guys keep an eye out on the channel, trailer reactions, all that sort of stuff. Video game stuff will be there as well from Tekken and and Suicide Squad, and uh, the giveaway, kids. I'll, I'll hand it over you to 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 take us out, bro. Yeah, no, listen, as always, guys, massive thank you. Please donate to the links in our bios on social media pages and, and in the description below to help the people of Palestine, Gaza. And, uh, guys, I'll do another giveaway uh, on my X page. So follow the Brothers Geek Out podcast on the X page. Uh, follow us on our Instagram and threads and TikTok. Uh, I don't use TikTok as much recently, but, yeah, we still put stuff on there. 
when I get the chance, but it's so hard to try and look after everything. If not, follow us on here on the community page. So if you subscribe to our channel, there's a community page and we post, I put up all the posts that we put up on Instagram on there as well. Whenever we go to a screening, whenever we do our reviews, they come up on the community page. So go check that out. Give that a go. Engage with us, guys. Comment, like, share the rest of it, man. Show us some love, man. Show us some love. Uh, that's our payment. It's the love that you guys give to this page. That's the main thing. Other than that, guys, I'm going to sign off. Have a, have, have a good week. Have a good weekend. And we'll catch you guys on next week. Peace. All right. We out. Peace.